This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I want to delve into um, an issue that I haven't talked about. Well, we've talked a lot about health care, health care funding, how much it costs Alberta taxpayers, and are we using those dollars wisely? We know that when it comes to the provincial budget, as we saw last week, health care amounts to 40% of the overall budget. That's a lot of money. Healthcare, education, social services, am I in the right order there? But healthcare is probably the number one cost when we look at the budget. So 40%, is there a way of making sure that our dollars go further? And we know Alberta Health Services is a massive organization. We've tried the super board, we've tried regional boards. But one thing I want to look at this half hour is the use of our doctors and nurses, and LPNs. And one area that we haven't talked about as much, nurse practitioners. Eric Lavoie is president of Nurse Practitioner Association of Alberta, joins us today. Hello, Eric. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. How long have nurse practitioners been in Alberta? Well, um, there's been three waves, um, and this is the third wave of, of the attempt uh, of nurse practitioner integration in Alberta. The first time was in the early 70s, and that failed, and then it happened again in the early 90s, and that failed, and now we're coming up on the third wave. Um, in kind of its current form, it's, we've been around since the year maybe 2000 um, with some legislation under the Alberta Healthcare Act um, that supports our, our, our practice. How do you define a nurse practitioner for someone who hasn't heard of that term? Yeah, so nurse practitioners are um, graduately trained. So we have uh, either a master's or a PhD, and it's a, it's a clinical master's, uh, which allows us to do hospital rotations, uh, doctor's offices rotations, urgent care rotations, where we learn how to um, assess, diagnose, interpret, and diagnostic t- uh, interpret tests um, independently. And uh, we write a national licensing exam, and then we can uh, we can practice uh, in in Alberta, which is great. So, am I understanding this as you were a registered nurse and then took your clinical masters, or were you trying to become a doctor and went this route instead? Correct. Well, so we we were all nurse practitioners were registered nurses, and to become to apply to become a nurse practitioner, you have to do at least two years of work as a registered nurse, mm-hmm. and then uh, upon completion of your clinical masters, then you can challenge the the national licensing exam. So um, we're trained as registered nurses, but we have enhanced education that that allows us to do more. Do other provinces in this country have the nurse practitioners? Yeah, Ontario has uh, just over 2,000, 2,500 nurse practitioners working uh, within the healthcare system, mm-hmm. and they have greater utilization of nurse practitioners. In Alberta, we have the second largest amount of nurse practitioners, and currently in Alberta, we have 450 nurse practitioners registered, mm-hmm. and um, many more coming down the pipe uh, through the educational system. Are there other provinces? You've mentioned Ontario and Alberta. <laughs> Right, and, and there, there are, I think every province um, has, has nurse practitioners, but uh, certainly Ontario and Alberta have the most. And the reason I'm asking that is I'm curious how a nurse practitioner in Ontario fits into the healthcare system compared to how a nurse practitioner in our province would. So I, I guess the they have um, the legislation that supports their practice, um, but they also have... 
um, funding and compensation models that allow them to have Ontarians um, access their care. Mm-hmm. And in Alberta, that's that's the piece that's missing for us. So we have this legislation, and actually in, in Alberta, we have the broadest scope of practice in North America. And um, but there's missing that legislation that supports our funding. So there's no compensation model for to allow Albertans to access our care. So, the, so yeah. So give me uh, an idea here, Eric. So you're saying that if I wanted to go to Eric Lavoie, but well, first of all, what, what can a nurse practitioner in Alberta do? So uh, they can assess, diagnose, prescribe medications. They can. Um, interpret diagnostic tests, order and interpret them. They can refer to a specialist as needed. All of this um, is done without the need of, of, of a physician. Mm-hmm. Um, it's done independently. Um, so if I went so, to Eric to get a prescription, um, yeah. give me the, the area where we're missing the funding picture here then. So currently in Alberta, nurse practitioners are working mostly for Alberta Health Services, and there are a lot of success stories within Alberta Health Services that uh, nurse practitioners are, are well utilized and, and working well, but it, they're integrated in a very piecemeal way. So they're not, there's no overarching kind of policy to integrate nurse practitioners. So currently we're underutilized, we're not using the full scope of our practice, and it's just because there's no strategy in Alberta Health Services. Outside of Alberta Health Services, in primary care, um, we're, we're essentially shut out um, because right now primary care is publicly funded but privately delivered um, and, and there's no way for nurse practitioners to integrate. And so if I wanted to set up a practice as a nurse practitioner in, um, in you know, rural, rural Alberta, mm-hmm. which is what the Rural Health Services Review suggests um, should happen, I can't do that. So you wouldn't be able to put in um, billing with the, the government just like um, a, a general physician would be able to? Uh, correct, yeah. So I can, I can prescribe uh, diabetes medi- medication for you and uh, an MRI for you, but I can't be compensated for that service to be able to pay for the office space, for the phone staff, so on and so forth. Because right now, the way it works uh, when it comes to doctors in our province, they work with the, the government to see what they're going to be able to charge their fees, their medical fee system, right? Yeah, about 86% of physicians in Alberta are paid in a fee-for-service structure. And there are other, what we call ARPs, alternative remuneration plans, that allow physicians to um, either have a salary or a, you know, a blended um, capitation model. Those, there, there are other models out there. Mm-hmm. And, and these are models that we we would like to see um, enhanced in the province that would allow better team-based care, better integration of nurse practitioners. Um, you know, we, uh, like I said, there, there are lots of examples of success stories. Now, just to, to follow that up, the Alberta Chambers of Commerce, um, they've realized that the integration and funding of nurse practitioners is linked to the economic success of communities. So they have put out a position statement supporting our integration. The Alberta Urban Municipalities Association, which represents 85% of the population in Alberta, they also put out a a position statement just in March, March 5th, I I do believe, suggesting the same thing. You know, sustainable, direct funding for nurse practitioners because they've realized that their communities, this is is what they need to to be able to meet the, the increasing complexity. So, you know, we have a lot of chronic disease um, in our healthcare system right now, and um, there's there's a great need. And so we're not trying to to promote a physician replacement model. We're just saying that there is enough healthcare that um, needs to be had that we can all uh, practice together. Like my 
lots of my friends and colleagues are, are physicians and they are essential to the healthcare system. They are expert diagnosticians that we, we absolutely need, but there is room for nurse practitioners as well to collaborate. Eric, does it, I, m- I remember when LPN started to come on the scene and there was a real pushback from registered nurses and so, of course, licensed practical nurses. Does yeah. it come down to a bit of a, a territorial dispute where um, maybe doctors and GPs and specialists and everything else, they don't want to see your practitioners, the practitioner nurses coming on and maybe getting in on their territory? Uh, perhaps there are some who feel that way. I know that there are a lot of physician champions that don't and that fully support. I have many letters that say, you know, if we lost our nurse practitioner, uh, we would be devastated and we're trying to fund him or her through other means and it's difficult. Um, You know, there are communities that the the municipality has decided to pay for the nurse practitioner because... um, you know, other agencies couldn't sustain the funding because they, they come out of operational budgets as opposed to, you know, physician services come out of Alberta Health budget. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's convoluted that, that, you know, nurse practitioners are seen as the most expensive healthcare provider when systemically we're the most cost-effective way of delivering healthcare. Eric, hold on. Oh, sorry. So I've got a few more questions for you and you can hold that thought. We just have to take a break here because Eric Lavoie is with me. He's the president of Nurse Practitioner Association of Alberta. And if you have any questions for Eric, you can always call in as well. 974-TALK, 974-8255. Text us 770-770. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. We are talking about nurse practitioners. Now, I want to throw some figures at you and I don't want your eyes to glaze over. At the top of the show, I said when it comes to healthcare funding in our provincial budget it accounts for about 40 percent so to be specific 24 20.4 billion is the consolidated health budget and then if you want to break that down 14.3 billion is budgeted for ahs operations and then when you get into physician compensation a total of 4.8 billion in consolidated expense is budgeted for next year's budget for physician compensation and development programs now i'm not sitting here saying doctors don't earn what they receive i mean they work very hard but is there ways of looking at that compensation or the overall health care budget to see if we can still get health care especially eric lavoy he is my guest this half hour president of nurse practitioner association of alberta and eric you probably have heard and you've touched on it the fact that rural areas rural areas are losing doctors doctors who may have been there forever they can't attract young doctors to come to their communities so to me this would be a natural void that nurse practitioners could fill. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Um, just to touch on the, on the budget for physician compensation, um, the, their fee codes, to be fair, have been reduced. So the Alberta Medical Association has done a reduction of their fee codes um, recently and uh, to, to reflect um, what is going on in the economy. Um, but, you know, I think that given the 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 time of fiscal austerity, um, we should be looking to even more innovative ways of, of saving money. And I think that nurse practitioners are, are a good way of doing that. I think it's convoluted to have um, a spinal surgeon, let's say, doing triage on back pain when we know that 7 to 10% of people with back pain need surgery. So most people don't need to see a spinal surgeon, but we're paying spinal surgeon rates for triage, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could have, we could easily have, you know, a high level physiotherapist 
nurse practitioner combo doing the triage for a certain region. And so there's ideas like this where we can collaborate and and team-based care has the best evidence for outcomes. So I'm not saying that this is all about, you know, nurse practitioners. This is about getting the best care for the best value for for Albertans. And, and, and nurse practitioners are part of that. And, and I think that, you know, there's, there's more to um, our healthcare system than just the, the medical model. Because, you know, I, I work within the medical model where I prescribe, I diagnose, I order tests. But, you know, there's also healthcare prevention and health promotion. And these are things that nurse practitioners are well-versed in, but also nurses are well-versed in. Whether you're an RN or an LPN, um, you know, n- nurses, uh, that's, that's what they do best. Now, you did mention that there are already examples in Alberta where nurse practitioners are working within the medical system. Can you give me some examples of of that? Yeah, most definitely. Most recently, um, there's the first NP-led trauma outpatient clinic um, out of the University of Alberta Hospital uh, in Edmonton. Um, And uh, it's the first of its kind in Canada where if you are a trauma patient and you are followed by a nurse practitioner and you're followed from the intake all the way to the discharge back to your community primary care provider. And so um, we're just trying to improve the transition care here of patients and the patient experience and prevent readmission rates. And so they're, they're touching on things more than just the, the disease where they're looking at mental health, they're looking at uh, social determinants of health. I think that this is you know, the way that um, our healthcare system needs to move and, and is moving. Um, the other example is the, the Strathcona Hospital. Um, they have uh, many NPs and they have some stats. Uh, you know, between September 2014 and May 2015, nurse practitioners in the emergency de- department um, saw 3,877 patients. So they were able to prove that NPs improve health outcomes in the emergency department and improve efficiency. So these are, these are wins that we have and examples, but they're, 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 like I said, Alberta Health Services has implemented nurse practitioners in a very piecemeal way. There's no overarching kind of strategy. And, and so nurse practitioners, the Nurse Practitioner Association of Alberta, we're working with government, with Alberta Health Services to try to improve that. Um, unfortunately, this budget um, has been underwhelming for us. But um, we, we will continue to work with all stakeholders. And, and whether it's Alberta Health, Alberta Health Services, the Alberta Medical Association, we, we are, are keen to work because the, the, the purpose of all of this is to work for Albertans, right? Yeah. And, what, have you, and, what have you heard, Eric, from the new health minister? Because we do have a new government. This is an opportunity to pitch your case. So what is Sarah Hoffman saying about the future role of NPs? I think so. I've had the opportunity to meet um, with Minister Hoffman and uh, Brandy, Minister Brandy Payne, and uh, they were keen to listen. And um, unfortunately, nothing has been signed uh, in the sense that you know there, there is no um, nurse practitioners are not included into the healthcare system. We're s- still shut out in primary care, and there's no allocated dedicated funding within Alberta Health Services. And so, and, and I think that's to the detriment of Albertans. A couple of comments here on our texts. Uh, a question for nurse practitioners. What ways can the public help to tell the government to have a better funding model? There was a great nurse practitioner student at my clinic in Chestermere that couldn't be hired due to the lack of funding model. She was great, and I wish she was still working there. What can, well, what can I, listeners do if they've, if they've encountered or they believe that maybe this has to be explored more? 
Well, we've been working to try to get the word out to all MLAs, educate MLAs about what is a nurse practitioner, because there are a lot of misunderstandings. I've had the opportunity to meet with all the um, the leaders of the, the parties, and, and they've all agreed that nurse practitioners should be integrated. Um, so, so this is largely a nonpartisan issue, but there's missing the political will. And and to, to nudge that along, um, we, we encourage people to contact their MLA to introduce the topic and, and to discuss it with them. That, that's the only thing we can ask the public to do at this point um, yeah. is, is letters of support and, and, and engaging with their, their representatives. Eric, another person says here, a nurse with a four-year university degree cannot read an x-ray, set a bone, or put it in stitches. What the heck do they do for four years and they can't do this basic stuff or are not allowed to? Are you kidding me? So this person is just saying, you know, people are coming out with four-year degrees as registered nurses. Um, do you agree that they, they should, even registered nurses, should be able to do a lot more? Oh, well, I, I mean, this person's comment uh, clearly speaks to the misunderstanding around nurse practitioners. So nurse practitioners have at least six years of schooling. Um, you know, uh, I have seven years. So four years of undergraduate, two years, at least two years of work experience. I worked for five years in a, as an emergency nurse, and then I went back to school and did a clinical master's, which took me three years. Um, because I did a subspecialization. So we're highly educated, and we also write, uh, you know, a national licensing exam after we've been able, we've proven that we've, we've um, passed the, the master's program. Eric, I think, I, I don't, I'm, and only because I'm short on time here, I think that person yeah. was just saying, you know, even with our registered nurses, you go to school for four years and you still can't do some things. So I think the bigger conversation is even we have to look at what RNs can do, NPs can do. So um, thanks right. so much for your time because I think a lot of people are just a little more aware of what nurse practitioners are and maybe the bigger role they can play in our healthcare system. Thank you again, Eric. Thank you. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Eric Lavoie. He is uh, president of Nurse Practitioner Association of Alberta. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.